Hello, hello, hello. It is our podcast, Gems from Gens, your safe space for freedom of thought and freedom of opinion. Um, and for today's topic, we are talking about parenting. You heard it. We are talking about parenting and how can we do better for these Lachirans out here, these kids. <laughs> what can we do for these babies, y'all? What can we do for these babies? Because they, they out running mad. Just they, they just boogers hanging out. They know. <laughs> and, you know, got the bad little kids cussing, ring, talking out their neck, honey. You know, so what can we do as the now leaders, current leaders of the world? Because, you know, what can we do for these future kids? <sighs> So first off, I just want to start off talking about parents. Okay, I'm not a parent, but I'm an auntie, you know. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but um, as far as what could be done better, I feel like we could focus on the emotional relationship with children. Growing up, um, I think in, in our generation and up, um, emotional um, emotions and like emotional, um, what's it called? Support. Um, emotional support was not there. I feel like parents more so focused on like the hustle and getting their kids providing for but it goes beyond financial support and mm-hmm. it goes to being there emotionally so kids are very independent yes but also kids need to understand that they're also supported they don't have to do everything alone but also then it comes the problem of you know kids that get everything handed to them they're spoiled and they're not after themselves that's a problem too but i guess my that's my point of like i just want to start off like um the question i'm gonna I'm end with this is how do you think parents could do better to validate kids' emotions? And how do they emotion how do they validate kids' emotions now beyond the financial support? And like how what do y'all think? Do y'all think kids are emotionally stable nowadays? Do y'all think the, the, the parents have provided an environment for kids to be emotionally stable okay. in past and present generation? I mean, you need to validate these kids' emotions and and there are a lot of things that I believe uh that uh methods parenting methods that we use in our parents generation and grandparents generation that are still useful you know i mean me personally i'm all for a good good ass whooping i mean it just it just there's a difference between you know getting spanked disciplined and being abused, yes. you know, there's definitely a point where you take it too far. Like, it gets to a point where, like, okay, they get it. They get it now. Like, you need to chill out. Like, yes. at no point of you whooping a child should that child have big old bruises, bleeding, anything broken, none of that, because that is abuse. Yes. So, yeah. So, but again, you know, a good, good old butt whooping with the belt, flip flop, <laughs> extension cord, broom, extension <laughs> cord, switch, get out that bathtub, you know, tear that a little, tear them legs up, you know. Okay. But I'm all for that, but you know, I feel like in this generation, you know, since everybody's so sensitive to everything, and you, you can't whip your kids, yeah. you can't do, can't do that, you know, and mm-hmm. you, a lot of these parents um give them anything that they want they treat them like they're a whole lot older yes. I, inter, inter, interestingly 
And a lot of these kids, they look grown. Like, I swear, they look grown. Like, a girl could be 13 and she look like she's like 18 or something. But just about milk. How they're dressing her. (laughs) She said the milk. It's just, it's just ill to me. I don't know, because, like, I feel like in the past, like, to your girls didn't look like that. Like, girl, no. <laughs> the struggle was real for everybody. <laughs> nah, facts. Um, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just, there's a sense of a loss of, a loss of childhood wonder. I don't know if that makes sense. Just, no, I, I don't know. It's almost no, like we're I being mean, forced to grow up too fast. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And a lot, a lot of that is, you know, falls on the grounds of what parents have exposed their kids to as well. You feel me? Or what they allow them, what they allow them to be exposed to. Um, and that can be that. That's honestly the determining factor, in my opinion, as of to why we may feel compelled to growing up faster, you know, but as it pertains to like parents and, and, uh, children's emotional stay in their, uh, um, their feelings and stuff. I do feel like parents need to do a better job of paying attention and, and validating their kids' feelings and actually having regard for their kids' feelings because I think some parents have this thing about them that they feel like, oh, they don't have to respect their kid or they don't have to care about their kid or listen to their kid because I'm the mama or I'm the daddy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a mindset that, mm-hmm. that uh, the older generations have adapted and it kind of rubbed off on us. And I feel like that is if you don't if you don't balance it out correctly, I feel like that is a negative mindset. Um, it's something that we need to. I feel like that is a cycle we need to break. Um, I remember when I was a kid, one time my mom she was she was fussing about something, going off. I mean, going crazy over me, and all, she was just fussing at me and my siblings. And I I finally told her my mouth wasn't. I, I you know I had a mouth where I really my it wasn't scared of anything. You know, so I came out and said I said mom I said that's your problem. You don't listen. And I humbled her real fast in that area, not to be funny, but I was letting her know, you're asking me what happened. Take the time to have regard for my feelings, uh, validate them, you know what I mean? And and let me explain to you, how you going to ask me what happened and then turn around and tell me to shut up when I'm trying to talk? That don't make any sense. So that that day changed my mom's perspective as a parent because she like, listen to your kids. Your kids, some of your kids are out here crying for help, but because of your parent ego, because you feel like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with them, or I'm the mama, I'm the daddy, you don't have to listen to them or respect or have regard for their feelings. I feel like I feel like that is a crippling cycle that we've gotten caught up into. And if we, as the newer generations uh, with an S, if we don't break that curse now, I feel like we are going to be in trouble, especially with, uh, like you said earlier, Terrell, especially with how sensitive our world has become. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, speaking of cycles, um, as y'all know, in slavery, you know, uh, we came here in families and they separated us kids, mamas and the fathers, cousins, aunties, and all that. Um, do y'all believe those fruits of the family splitting have trickled down into our generation? And so no. that, and that, and so that's why, you know, we have you know separations of households you know and mama not with the daddy and the mama got all these baby daddies and the daddy's got all these baby mamas and blah 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 so yeah 
Yeah, I already said no, obviously, but <laughs> you know, explain your reason is, but yeah, everybody else too. Oh, um, well, I say no because um the marriage rates for blacks for black people after slavery were just fine. Um, we didn't start to see a decline in black people um marriage rates and also, you know, a, an up an increase in single mother households until about the sixties. So up until then, it was just fine. So it can't be because of slavery. It had to be something else. Mm. I think that's interesting. I agree with Kiana. I don't agree. I cannot say that's the reasoning. But I do say it plays a part on back back to the emotional validation of people's feelings. I feel like that as teenagers, like you got kids looking for love all in the wrong places because they never were in a home that had that knew how to properly validate their emotions and properly loving mm. them the way that they felt love mm. so they all went, went looking for it in other places and that led to cycles of looking for it in men or women in the wrong spots and then mm. creating those cycles within your children and it's just and I feel like that that, that plays a big part in how people raise their children and interact with their kids mm-hmm. that's interesting I can agree with that I don't know I just feel like a lot of things that happened in the past we still feel the roots of it today yeah i definitely agree it's just um when it, i know a lot of people think because like it makes sense you make the connection okay well they separated families during slavery so obviously that can contribute to why we can we fall apart so easily now but um you know there was a time after slavery that you know it was just fine um but i haven't said my piece about what i feel about like how we can do better as parents <laughs> well, first, um, we were just touching on single mother households. So I, the first line of business is, first of all, choosing the right person to have kids with. I know it's not always possible, but I just feel like a lot of times um, we get in situations because it was premature. Um, we didn't vet the person properly, and now we have these broken homes. So that's like the basic thing to work on. Um, I would say, what you guys were saying about emotional support, I just feel like... I agree 100%. I just don't feel like people, Black people in particular, because I'm Black, obviously, um, we have a real hard time with, um, you know, respecting kids and their feelings. So I definitely agree with that. Um, Also, what else do we have? Um, Also, you know, I actually don't agree with, like, beating your children. That's just my personal opinion. I just don't see how that solves anything. Um, My brother was one of those very troubled children and um whoopings never changed his behavior i didn't see that change any of the children's behavior that got whoopings i didn't really get whoopings and look how i turned out perfectly fine but you know i just don't see how um physically disciplining your children um will make a difference so that's just my personal opinion i do think we should find other ways to discipline our kids without a resorting to violence so yeah Yeah. true true i'm not yeah Personally, I'm not saying uh, you you gotta whoop every every kid that get out of line because you can't do every kid the same way because every kid operates differently. Sure. So if that doesn't work, then obviously you need to do different means to where this child can get in order. Because sometimes with some kids, you don't even got to touch them. You can just look at them a certain way and they already like, "Uh uh-uh. No. So, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
<laughs> no, go ahead. I was talking. I was talking a lot. Go ahead. No, straight, bro. Go ahead. I always talk a lot. You good? Go ahead. Oh. Get your I mean, I kind of forgot where I was. I was gonna say after that. that happened. My bad, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. My fault. Um, all I was gonna really say is that um, honestly, I once again I say this a lot, but honestly, it, it just it has to be balanced out. I don't feel that. I don't feel that spanking should be demonized. Um, I, but also I feel like they shouldn't be overused because truth be told, spankings don't always fix everything. It's just, it's honestly just a fear tactic. Um, and so it's I also do exertion of your uh, anger and, uh, and exactly. moment. Yeah. But I feel like even that, I, I, I can't agree with that. Um, it, it, you know, it is a product of your anger in some cases. I don't feel like every parent just does it because they are engulfed in rage. You know, I think some of them just genuinely do it as a fear tactic. If you do something that the parent asks you not to do, they say, okay, you're going to get a spanking. They don't have to be pissed off. My dad, I remember my dad, he, he never really, uh, anytime he really did spank us, like just go, just spank us like on, on our bus and everything, like with a belt. Uh, it was something we did that was bad, like really bad, that caused him to go spaz out like that. You know what I mean? He never hurt us, but that caused him to spaz out like that. But my dad always used to uh, fold the belt up to this really tiny, like where there's only like an inch of belt left. And he used to just pop us in our hands with it. And um, um, with that, my dad was the calmest person ever. Um, but, and that was just kind of me just responding to Jemiah's point about uh, it shouldn't be a mechanism to, to, you know, release your rage or anger. And I, I would, you know, of course I agree with that. I was just letting her know that it, you know, that's not always the case. Right. But I, I agree with that sentiment, but also like, um, my God sister, she doesn't spank her son. She explains to him what the issue is and why you're not allowed to do that. Um, and I feel like that's a great parenting method. Like, yeah, you don't have to always spank. And yes, sometimes you can do it. Yes, I understand that like, you don't always have to be um, upset, but also like some parents do exert their rage because they don't know what else to do. They don't know how to discipline any other way. They don't think that if you're, you sit down and have a conversation with your child and tell them, All right. I don't I don't appreciate you doing that because some kids just don't care. Like they look at you, do it, smile in your face and do it again. Right. Like some kids just don't care. And I feel like that to those extremes, you need to take away their toys or beat or whoop them, not beat them. But some kids just bad, like yeah. not trying to be funny. And I don't want to use language bad, but some kids just are very strong willed and you have to break that. And if you're not a skilled person with children, you're not going to know how to. Honestly, and once again, I agree, with that. I agree with all that. I don't think a spanking is always necessary. Some people like one of y'all said it earlier, you know, you can just talk to some of your kids, kids. Sometimes kids have more of a mental breakdown. If you take something they really want, then uh, versus if you actually spank them, because sometimes the spanking for some kids, the spankings don't work. You know, you got to start taking stuff away. So, and you also, know, I agree. Also, also, if you tell kids you're disappointing them, some kids hold you to such a high esteem. They will try to create that behavior because they don't want to disappoint you. Mm. Yep. I also feel like some parents just let their kids, some parents have no type of, discipline system in place for their kids at all and it shows like there are kids that run around here that basically run their parents and I feel like that is bad uh an example my mom always used to use about kids that don't listen what if you y'all you're, you're walking you and your kid y'all walk into the store right and you tell your kid no and they basically look at you crazy and don't listen they run out in the street and the car comes 
You know what I mean? That's because you have no control over your kid. You know why? Because you don't know how to discipline them. So it's once again with everything in life, you have to have balance, honestly. But I, and outside of that balance, sometimes it's hard to create that balance from one parent households because you can either have an absent mom or absent dad, and you have to have the step um step parents in a sense that a family member takes upon that role to help the other parent right. raise their children. And then again, that's also a great help, great support system, but that's also really not fair to the child. Right. And they don't know how to deal. Some kids are used to seeing people on TVs. Like the movies not really portray um parents with step parents. They portray two parent households, same father, same mother. So to see that reality in life, it may be hard to process children. They may use that as an acting out mechanism. Right. But if you don't talk to your kids and emotionally validate them sometimes, again, back to that same point, you're not going to know that. You're yeah. not going to know how to communicate. I, and you yell at your kids all the time, you're not going to be able to talk to them either. I agree. From the parent perspective, though, you know, because the kids, they can't, it's not their kids' fault if their parent walked out or left them, you know. However, the parent that decided to stay, the parent that is there, they have to figure something out that works for their kid. You know, that Honestly, that responsibility falls on the parent. It sucks that it has to be like that, but you are their way maker. You know what I mean? You are their support system. And that's why, once again, going back to your first point, it is important that they validate their kids' feelings and explain to them certain things and why things are. You know what I'm saying? And, and with that being said, I recommend if nobody's seen the movie yet, I recommend everybody watch uh, Fatherhood on Netflix, uh, Kevin Hart's Fatherhood, because I feel like that's like a, a, a great example of a single a single parent stepping up to the plate and making it happen for their kid. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. Okay. Um, well, I was going to talk about possibly um, the generational curses and resentment for children. I feel like sometimes um, parents in particular, and I know, most of the parents that I know are single mothers, of course. I was raised by a single mother. Um, I just feel like, and this doesn't apply to my mom, but I just feel like I see a lot of resentment to children. Um, I just see a lot of mothers who take out all of their anger and frustrations out on their children. I hate to see that. Um, you know, just yelling at them for any little thing, spanking them, belittling them. I just feel like um, that's a telltale sign of somebody who just resents their children. Um, also, we have to talk about the anti-blackness and the homophobia that is in the black community and how that trickles down and how we raise our children. Um, I'm sure you, all, you guys have all heard it about, you know, belittling your children because of the hair type that they have or the color of their skin, you know, just stuff right. like that that goes on. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And also, you know, generational curses. That's another thing that we can break. And I feel like by having this conversation, we are breaking that generational curse. Facts. I agree. Amen. I agree with that. Carol, mm -hmm. you got heavy, heavy things you said there. Oh, yeah. You know, well, I'm a deep person. Yeah. I mean, really with what you said, honestly, like, so many topics can come off of just the the passage that you said, honestly. Like, you, like I, I was, I'm so, I'm serious when I say you said some heavy things. Um. You say talk about the parents within the children. That I think that is I think that's very real. But you know, also how parents use their children as tools to gain back access to a relationship. And also children growing up with resentment towards their parents because of their experiences too. You wanna talk about that too? I feel like it's trite. I feel like we've talked about this so many times off off um 
off record, if if you will. Um, man, I feel like it's trifling for any parent to use their kid, uh, basically hold their kid hostage or use their kid to their advantage to try to force a relationship that just ain't working or try to keep their kid from um, uh, a parent, one of the, um, the other parent, you know, basically Ooh, just a bitter baby mama. Yeah, a bitter baby and mama. Baby and honestly, both right. Ways. Anybody, whether you're a mom or a dad, anybody that uses their kid, you know, as a pawn to try to force a relationship with with the with the um the mom or the dad or whoever you're trying to force it with, you're dead wrong. Like, what about and you're bitter? What about also parents that like extended family having resentment towards parents of the child? What do how do you feel about that? Like the grandma getting mad at the daddy, baby daddy for something for thirty years. I mean, it's just. I feel like deep down she just said said grandma just don't like said baby daddy at the end of the day. It don't matter what he do. He could be outside mowing the lawn. She gonna find something. She don't like him just at all. You know, so yeah. uh, that's my opinion. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up about like how sometimes Mothers can use the children as like almost like a pun over the dad. Um, the rapper Ace Hood, and I could be so wrong, so many rappers. I'm so sorry. That's not who I'm talking about. But I believe it was Ace Hood. He didn't get to see his children on Father's Day, I think. And he was complaining about it on social media. And the baby mother was like, well, he's behind on child support payments. And so that was her excuse as to why she wouldn't allow him to see his children. And yes, of course, I know that's that's not a good excuse. I don't believe that should be the reason, of course. Um, but again, that goes back to the root cause. It's like we're I feel like people are just having babies with people that they wouldn't marry. They wouldn't even want, want to be in a relationship with, to be honest. And it's just like we have to start thinking instead of just feeling and being in the moment. I feel like a lot of our parents made that mistake. Um, you know, I'm I'm bold enough to admit my mother made that mistake. Um, so you know, I just feel like we need to start First of all, educating our kids on sex, because I feel like some people don't even know basics about sex. And also, yeah. you know, really thinking about the long term, like consequences of land out somebody and having children with them. Facts. Now, with that being said, let me go ahead and say it for all the baby mamas out there. Money comes bef- money comes after relationship. I almost messed that up. Money comes after relationship. If you have a baby daddy that actively wants a relationship with their kids, they just not doing their part financially. I get it. I understand some dads just aren't in that position to do so. And some dads just don't do it at all. But if they value their relationship more than uh, with their kid and they put it over money, bro, y'all need to, I feel like balance it out. But at some point you need to, you need to get over yourself and think about your kids and, and how their relationship with their dad can progress if you actually allow it. So I'm going to say it again. Do not keep your kids from their dad if you're just crying over money, if, you're, if their dad actually wants a relationship with them. Also, I get that point, but if the dad is, um, if, it's, if it goes beyond money, I know, but if it's an inconsistency and the parent's trying to protect them, whether it's a female protecting her kids from their father or a father protecting their kids from their mother for being inconsistent, 
I do think it is fair because you no, you damage no. if you if you're being inconsistent with your children. Money? No, I'm saying like oh, I'm about to say I, said, I get your point, but I'm saying if you're being inconsistent as far as go beyond the money aspect of the thing, in addition to that, if you're being inconsistent with money as far as providing financial support again, so what else have you been inconsistent with? That's an indicator of something else. Because if you don't, if you, I, I get it, if you didn't pay the money, but you also ain't trying to really break your neck to see them. That's yeah, but not that's right. That's, that's what you're trying to say. Okay, but that's what about the, what about the time with them? Go ahead, say it. Say it again. No, I said I get what she's saying. Like, what about the time with them? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but I'm saying that money. If you if you're inconsistent with money to some extent, you're also being inconsistent with that time. But you, way. but hey, but that is a very unfair assumption. You can't just assume that just because a person isn't there financially that they don't want to be there emotionally. That's you can't say no. I'm but saying, that's what it sounds. That's, a, that's like. a kind of a precursor to saying. You no. Let me tell you what you're scenario. saying. You're basically saying, and this is what you basically said. You're basically saying. If they're not this way with one situation, then nine times out of ten, they probably not gonna be this way with another situation. And I'm letting you know that you can't just But as can't... a parent, you have a duty to protect your yes. child. However, I feel that that is a very bold claim to just assume that everybody that may not show up in one situation ain't gonna show up in another situation. There are different situations for a reason. That said, once again, if a man is not there for your kid financially but he is there consistently emotionally you need to find a way to make it work financially on your own and put your you put your kids relationship with that man emotionally above all yes you have say but yo but i'm saying we're see we're talking about baby mama so i'm not trying to make it about fussing at women we 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 uh emphasize baby mamas right so i'm just letting baby mamas know that's my opinion and i feel like i'm I don't always say that I feel like my opinion is right, but I do feel like that in this case. I feel like if I was a if I was a baby mom, right, and I was in that position and I knew that the guy wasn't doing nothing for me or my kids financially, but I knew that he he will always want it to be there or always wants to be there for them from the relationship standpoint. I will say, I would tell everybody in the world, oh, he don't do nothing for them financially. But guess what? As a strong parent, I will make it happen myself from a financial standpoint, and but I would not keep my kids from their dad. I would I would understand what their dad is good for and what he ain't good for, and I'll I'll make up in every other area that he's lacking in. Okay, but listen, I get it. But what I'm saying is, yes, you're talking about baby mamas, but also baby mamas can be trifling too. That's what I'm talking. We're talking about baby. No, mamas. I'm not saying that. Since I'm saying that. They can be absent mothers too. Just because you get birth don't mean you always there mother. I know. Once again, we emphasize we're not talking about it from the other facet. We're just talking about baby mom. But listen, you said listen. All the baby mamas out here, if you keep your child away from your dad because they don't put away from their dad because they don't want to pay money to see them and pay, make sure they're financially stable, you can't say that and say because on the other side of it, women do it too. You're missing the point. I know women do it, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about it from the aspect of women keeping them from keeping their kids from their dads. We're not on that part yet. But, but listen, what I'm saying, you're not, I don't think you hear me. I'm saying dads can keep their kids from their moms because oh, they're not paying. Okay. Rather is dads keeping their kids from their moms. Rather is moms not showing up for their kids. <laughs> point is, we're not talking about that. We're talking about baby mamas keeping their kids from the baby daddies. We, we can talk about the other things, but right now we're not, I'm not, I'm fussing at them from that perspective. 
I can fuss at whoever else. And then I think earlier in the conversation, I think I said, I think I said, hey, anybody that does it, whether you are a, a, a mama or a daddy, you're trifling. I think we all agreed to that earlier. So my point was that you're right. We, but we're not talking about that right now. We're okay. talking about one facet. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. My bad. No, you're good. You were about to argue me down like, about no, that. Gonna... No, no, of course they do. With well, that, you do it too. With that being said, y'all just witnessed a whole heated debate. I think that was probably the first one. Um, but that's why it's important to communicate and listen because, like, we we could have imagined we would have gone on for like thirty minutes because we didn't. We essentially didn't understand each other's points, right? I could have probably like resolved it quicker if I would have said okay go ahead and say what you're saying 100 so I can just make sure I understand you know what I, I recant because I did <laughs> I let her so I let her talk and then she still didn't understand me I recant I recant okay. <laughs> you owe me apology you owe me not not an apology but you owe me a apology <laughs> I need apology right now. I'm saying because you, you was on a different topic. Technically, I'm not wrong because we're going to talk about it further down the line. So when you get your edit, because you just said it. So you said we're not going to that right now. You didn't say we're not going to ever talk about it. So technically, Whatever. this is a different conversation. I'm in the wrong conversation. That's yeah, like, you, it's like, it's no, like I'm taking ice cream up. I'm in the wrong ice cream shop. I don't want to hit nothing. <laughs> I want to hit nothing. True. But, um, okay, but, well, uh, all of what you guys uh, said makes me just feel like what I said earlier is that we need to know who we're having kids with and we need to have kids when we are financially ready. That will and that, solve every problem. And yeah, that, I agree with you. I was saying, oh, sorry, Asa. Well, this is, my, this is what I was saying because I was this is what I was thinking in my head. If it's, if somebody's doing something but prior to you having sex with them um, like unprotected and bringing the baby to the world, what makes you think they're going to change? I, I mean, that's I, that's kind of rude to say. People do change. But no, I, but my I get point the picture. Is, you're generalizing. Yeah, I'm general, yeah, this is basically a blanket statement. But it's if, like if, if somebody's if, trifling. Before you get pregnant, what makes you think it's going to change after they get pregnant? If it's like, a, like let's say, like, on it. Like, no, I, I get, it. get it. Change, you're not saying that change is impossible, but you're just saying you got to be careful. It's, it's, you're just like furthering Kiana's point. You know what I mean? Like Kiana said, be careful. You have kids. And you're basically saying the same thing. Yeah. Cause if you with somebody that's trifling, uh, and you, and you knew they were trifling before y'all started having kids, don't be surprised when they're trifling after you have kids. So you, you kind of set yourself up in that position exactly. and no offense to that. I understand love is love, love, but love make you blind. Exactly. You can accept bullshit all the time. <laughs> love don't pay the bills. I'm sorry. The love don't pay the bills. And on that note, I feel like that's the benediction. Let's go ahead and call for the altar call benediction. That's the closing remark. <laughs> uh, closing statement, closing phrase is what, y'all? Love, love don't, don't pay the bills. <laughs> oh, man. Sex don't either. Sex don't either. Facts. No, no. Sex don't either. You believe in self, um, what's it called? Delayed gratification? You oh, feel I it now, it. But it's going to feel good. It's going to feel good now. I'm now. Facts. Anyway, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Um, hope everybody have a good day. Keep your head up. If anything is bothering you, if you go yes, yes. emotionally, reach out to somebody. Love your family. Hug your family. Kiss your family. All that good stuff. Hey, can't wait to talk to y'all next time. Or I guess I should say, I can't wait till y'all hear us talk next time, right? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> peace. See you when I see you. Peace. Bye, y'all.